0: Welcome to Naturopathy Today. Your hosts are Dr. Michael Schwartz and Steve Langford. Join them as they guide you on a journey to good health through holistic naturopathy. Now here are Michael and Steve.
1: Hi, and welcome to another exciting adventure on Naturopathy today. I'm Michael, your co-host and my fabulous bud. Steve Langford. Good morning, Steve. How you doing?
0: Hello, Michael. I'm doing very well. Every day that I get to do with do this with you is a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to it. It's always interesting. <laughs> sometimes frightening. <laughs> but sometimes an adventure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and life
1: is an adventure. And it's really interesting everything that's going on. It's just, it's fascinating to say the least. Meanwhile, I don't know if you caught the news a couple of nights ago. There was a an, an episode about forever chemicals and talking with firefighters because the foam that they use to put out fires, and I don't know if they're using them in California or every other state that's on fire, but that foam is made with a lot of those forever chemicals that we covered last week or the week before. And what they were talking about is getting away from that and coming up with more, what they would call green foam, stuff that is more natural and not so detrimental to the environment. Did you happen to catch that
0: report? I did. And I thought it was so interesting because you and I had just talked about that as is in our last show, I think it was. And so it's so interesting to me that these things that are in our environment that are created by the chemical companies, which may be doing a fabulous job on the surface, you know, I think of things like Teflon as an example, Um, but these chemicals, which are supposed to make our lives better, ultimately, potentially, really have their damaging consequences. And that's what we don't know going into it which makes good sense of why we should try to avoid them from the start because we don't know what they might be doing. So, yes, to find out that these things linger forever in our bodies and are being found in the bodies of infants, it's just yeah. amazing and I do hope we find a solution.
1: Yeah, I do too. You know, because one of the things and, and I know we covered this when we talked about cancer way back when But in the Merck manual, the doctor's Bible, it talks about the causes of cancer, even though they say that they don't know what causes cancer. And, you know, and I've always memorized that on page 1170 of what is it, the (laughs) 20th edition, which is the newest. It says that chemicals create cellular mutations, and that is one of the definitions of cancer. That's why it's so important to eat organic foods whenever possible. Certainly at home, you can shop, you know, your local health food store should have an array of organic vegetables for you to choose from. Anyway, uh, I thought we might get into minerals because I'm a firm believer that everybody should be taking, and of course, my multiminerals. But I do believe everybody needs minerals. And not only do the health food stores not promote them, some of the clerks who are on the sales floor don't know the value of multiminerals. And certainly, you know, the doctors don't promote it. If anything, they'll tell you, go get some calcium or CalMag. And the sophisticated knowledgeable one will probably say you know you may want to get calcium magnesium and zinc because those are the ones that are compromised most going back to your retail days steve do you ever recall customers coming in requesting a multi-mineral
0: Well, not so much a multi-mineral, but as you've mentioned, calcium magnesium was one that people have known about for a long time. Certainly zinc has has gained in popularity, though you and I have known about its value for a long time. But I don't know that many people think of the broad array of minerals that could be useful. And if you take a look at a good multivitamin, you might find more of those minerals in them. Unfortunately, a multivitamin multivitamin oftentimes doesn't have a lot of those specific minerals and so you know you're right a lot of people have not been aware of the broad benefits of the family of minerals that we should be consuming so it's going to be a good conversation
1: well you know back in 87 when i introduced the concept of gender vitamins one of the things that i did was i took out all of the minerals. For the simple reason that if you look at a one a day, most of the minerals, even if it's two or three capsules, most of the minerals are like calcium, 65 milligrams, magnesium, 30. It's absurd. I separated, you know, B vitamins in the morning, minerals at night. When you take minerals at night, especially a multi-mineral. It gets rid of leg aches, back aches, charley horses, spasms, palpitations, TMJ, restless leg, insomnia, tossing and turning, all of those, and growing pains in children, all of those are alleviated within, I'll say, three to five days, if not sooner, depending upon the mineral product you're buying. You know, when I created our multi-minerals called Essential Minerals, I put in the macro, which are, you know, the calmag, Zinc, and a few others, as well as the micro, the chromium, the, actually Zinc is considered a, a micro, and then also the trace minerals. Do you know that they have found 102 minerals in the human body?
0: No, I didn't know that. That's astounding.
1: It is, and some of them were really insane. <laughs> so, I went to because it was some research paper I was reading, and it said, You know, 102 minerals make up the human body. I said, 102, I only really know about you know 25, 30. Yeah, so I went in and I actually copied down the list of all 102, and there were some crazy ones in there like uh, Einsteinium, I think, was one that caught my attention. Let me see. Yeah, I, yeah Einsteinium was one. Uh, another really interesting one, that, what I found interesting was that arsenic is part of our construction, Americanum. And so it's really fascinating. But the ones that we concern ourselves with are really the, the macro minerals and the micro, a little bit of tra- trace. So I thought we would share with the people what minerals do and why they're so vital. And of course, I always think the first place my mind goes to is blood pressure, because the way that blood pressure is regulated, and and I think we discussed this in depth in a previous session was by, you know, nerve endings, arterial wall, sense pressure goes up, down, sends a message to the brain. Brain, in turn, sends electrical impulses down to tell the cells of the muscles to relax and the heart to slow down. The catch-22 is because stress compromises calcium, magnesium, and zinc, there's a breakdown in electrical communication. So minerals are essential for the regulation of blood pressure. They also help fight infection. You know, look at zinc. It's so vital for the immune system.
0: Yes. And I think a lot of people learned that the last two years that didn't know that before. Yep. <laughs> well, I remember when, and you
1: remember more so when the zinc lozenges came out, I think that was the first yep. that people got that, well, maybe there's something more to this nutrition stuff. You know, also zinc for wound healing is also very good. Not to mention the fact that calcium and magnesium, phosphorus make up our bones, and also help to regulate hormones, which are absolutely essential for life. Anyway, so those are some of the things that I thought we would talk about. Because
0: well, I have I have a question for you, Michael. You know, I know that our listeners can't see this list of this hundred and two minerals, um, but I've been looking at it and you've been scrolling through it. And so the question that came to my mind is that are all of these minerals... Natural constituents of human health. You know, the one that caught my attention, of course, at the beginning of the list was arsenic, which we know is uh, a poison. But does arsenic occur naturally in our bodies? Um, and do some of the, do all of these minerals occur naturally, or are some of these minerals? Um, Toxins that we have accumulated because of our environment or lifestyle. Um, does this article that you came across, does it make any distinctions um in these minerals? And the arsenic was just the one that caught my eye as one that, well, maybe we need just traces of it um, that are naturally occurring. And it's when it gets in excess that it becomes deadly. What can you shed on that for me?
1: Well, what an excellent question, Steve. And quite honestly, I would think that not knowing the exact roles of so many of them, I would have to say that all of the minerals in our body, these 102, must come in externally, either during the fetal development and or the diet as time, you know, as as we grow our bodies. So I think that to know what they do would be an interesting study because You know, I look at everything from an energetic point of view and where I, you know, I look at calcium is strength. It's a bone builder. Zinc is expression because it's tied into your defenses through the immune system. It's tied into rebuilding the skin. It's tied into uh, fertilization uh, for creating children and all of those are forms of expression and defenses magnesium i look at as inspiration because in order to utilize our internal strength we really need to be inspired you know and if we're not inspired then it's kind of like eh, you know i no motivation so inspiration is key to utilizing one's strength that's why magnesium is so essential in the assimilation of calcium. And look at vitamin D, the sunshine vitamin. Sunshine is illumination. That too invigorates. And so if you can see past the doubt in self, that allows the inspiration to manifest, which allows the strength to be utilized. Looking at the 102 would really require quite a study on my part. And uh, I'm not there. At this point in time, there's so many other things that I'm involved in and books that I've been working on that you really raise some fabulous questions. Thank you.
0: Well, it it was just interesting to me because I had no idea that there would be this many minerals, and I would assume— and you know what that does to us. But I would assume that if these were actually problematic uh, for the average person on a daily or yearly basis, that we would hear about it. So certainly, you know, we hear about things like calcium, magnesium, <laughs> zinc and boron and selenium and, you know, the many other minerals that do have beneficial uh actions that we have discovered. And so I would assume that if there were risks related to these, you know, micro trace minerals that we would have heard about it. And it may be in the case of something like arsenic. It is when it gets to be excessive, when it is an amount that the body cannot handle as a normal constituent. And I would imagine there's any number of things that may be toxic. As you had alluded to, when we talk about the quantities, and I think maybe that's a concern sometimes for people when they look at minerals, they go, oh, well, if 200 micrograms of selenium is good, then a thousand may be better mm-hmm. without actually knowing. And so mm-hmm. the tendency for people to look at things as black or white and not have these Um, distinctions well this is good a little bit more is okay but when you get to these higher levels on a regular basis then it's problematic those are the kinds of things that we can hear and are out there so i would assume that if there were other risks that we would likely hear about it maybe i'm naive in that way but um i'm hoping that somebody's paying attention
1: yes one would hope
0: (laughs) you know and
1: it is interesting. And again, I'll go back to the universal teaching that excess in anything, you know, it's like somebody, you know, you can drink so much water, you can drown yourself. You just, you know, overwhelm the cells. You eat too much chocolate as a chocoholic, you could become allergic to it. You know, here in Texas, I, I never had allergies growing up until I moved here. And now I get cedar fever when the trees, you know, are... the. You can come out of your house and your car will be covered in pollen, gold, yellowish pollen. It is that predominant and that heavy of an exposure.
0: So, excess- well, you know, I'm in the. I'm in the upper Midwest and I hadn't heard that before until I interviewed somebody um, from the Southwest who described cedar fever. And so, you know, it must be significant for a lot of people. So prevalent um, something new that some of our listeners may have never heard about even. And,
1: you know, once you get it, there's no getting rid of it. It's not like, it's almost like a food allergy because it's an alien pollen coming into the body and the immune system, you know, in trying to protect oneself, which is where the sneezing comes in. The immune system does everything it can to negate or, or eliminate, uh, make something harmless. And we talked about that with the detox and cleansing aspect of the human body, where it tries to render these toxins harmless so that they don't, don't do damage. Anyway, minerals are absolutely essential because they will help with so many different things. Like, you know, zinc makes me think of diabetes, chromium, diabetes, molybdenum. We talked about with uh, the detox process of your ongoing detoxification system. So from a different point of viewing of things, you could almost say that minerals are essential for slowing down the aging process just as much as really having a healthy dominant immune system and a good clean diet. And I know you're real big on diet and
0: choices. (laughs) Well, I I believe that that's where we all can actually make a difference in, in choosing the foods that we consume for their nutritional value. And then this is where if we do that conscientiously, then we have an idea of what we need to supplement with, because I've always felt it's impossible to get everything that we might benefit from just from eating good food. Uh, Food is very different these days, and we know now more about what might be the optimum levels. And so when you examine your life and your diet and all of that, this is where it starts to reveal itself that maybe these extra minerals might be good.
1: Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting, because like I said, you know, stress compromises your minerals. And one of the other things that I was looking at when I was looking up stress from a different point of view, I came across that OSHA, you know, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, they actually declared stress as a hazard of the workplace, which I thought was really interesting. (laughs) Because some of the things the body goes through with stress, just because of stress, and and it's the way it compromises nutrients in the body. Of course, they never say, you know, the nutrient part, you know, because no, you need a drug to fix it. No, you don't. You need to have a healthy body to fix it. That aside, aches and pains are the result of stress, exhaustion, trouble sleeping, headaches, dizziness high blood pressure, obviously, we've talked about, jaw clenching, that TMJ, and digestive problems. Whenever I hear digestive problems from a client, I always ask them, what's going on that you can't stomach? What is it that you're having a hard time dealing with, digesting, incorporating into your life? Is something being imposed upon you? And sometimes in situations like that, they'll either throw up or end up with diarrhea just to try to get it out of their system whatever that imposition is anyway that's another... an it
0: uh, that's an interesting uh, observation and it made me think of sometimes the way you just described that, what what's eating you, um, maybe even things like headaches, you know, what's, what is it that, oh, I can't think of the term I was just working on, but um, backaches, things like this, are those also then, symptoms of too much stress and do some people carry it in the stomach and some people carry it in their jaw and some people carry it in their anal sphincter, if I may say that, or in their back or their head, are these different manifestations of how different bodies may respond and act um, uh, to the stress that they're dealing with?
1: Yes. On, on, you know, I guess, Each particular response would be dependent upon what the situation is and what their normal inclination may be. As an example, you brought up headaches. Whenever I think about headaches, I think that especially migraines, a lot of people end up with migraines these days because the head is where you do your thinking. So from my point of view, that means this is, you know, the head to me is the spiritual domain because that's where your mind is your mind is that part of you that is connected to the to god however it is you envision that as a creative continuum a great spirit a big guy sitting on a throne a goddess you know however it is you imagine it so anything that's a headache is because whatever it is you're looking at you may not feel that you have the wherewithal to deal with it from a position of strength so What that comes back down to is really doubt and or fear which is a particular concept so
0: well now boy michael i i have to interrupt because you just say such interesting things (laughs) Um, you know you were talking about went back to the stomach and how these minerals may actually be helpful when we have those uh, issues are these same minerals that might help the stomach the same ones that might help us if we manifest headaches or backaches or neck aches or TMJs or any of those things? Or are there different ones that may be more important depending on where you are manifesting? Or are they all these minerals beneficial because they're so beneficial ubiquitously in the body that they're going to have a role in all of those types of reactions to stress? Wow. To some <laughs> degree, yes. <laughs>
1: However, the way that I think is more targeted, so to speak, in a Mm -hmm. sense that if it's a stomach issue, even though the stomach is a sac, it has muscles surrounding it, which is how the digestive process or how we break down the food in our stomach into teeny tiny particles so that when it goes into the intestinal tract, they can be absorbed through the villi, through the orifices in the villi. So there is some muscular transactions, but I, I would not necessarily recommend to a client to take minerals for an upset stomach. I might tell them about digestive enzymes. Well, first, I always ask, <laughs> are you willing to you know look at the emotional aspect? Because my belief system is, Since the mind controls the brain, and the brain controls the body, so wherever there's emotional conflict, it's going to manifest outward somewhere. Normally, it's in the body. And by the time it hits the body, Steve, it really is because your mind has been communicating with you, but because you've never been taught how to think, how to have eyes to see, Or ears to hear, you miss all of the communication. And because you miss the communication and because you've been taught and told dreams are bad, you should not interpret your dreams, you shouldn't work with them, it's the devil's work, which is nonsense, it's your mind analyzing what you experienced today and giving you guidance in the sense of, hey, These are the concepts that were triggered today by what Steve said to you or what Michael, you know, the glance he gave you. They triggered something and that something, that concept that was triggered will set a pattern of behavior in motion. So maybe when you feel insecure, you'll be attracted to foods you can't digest (laughs) you'll go after you know a heavy piece of meat or something or you'll get really spicy food that will irritate your stomach and you'll drink lots of orange juice and you know so you're going to do things motivated by your subconscious mind to push you into consuming that which will give you the upset stomach so that if you did have eyes to see and ears to hear and a mind to think, you would begin to question, why do I have an upset stomach? What's going on? What am I involved in? What's happening?
0: So that's kind of how it works. Would you suggest, and not to put words in your mouth, but would you suggest that the average person, by taking something like your multi-minerals, if you're covering the bases for your minerals and your vitamins, that you're going to be better equipped, your body is going to respond more effectively to uh, situations of stress or anxiety, and that this multi-mineral approach can really be used by almost everybody because who doesn't have stress and therefore this multi-mineral serves to cover so many of the bases that people need. Is that a good recommendation to start with? I know you're not about promoting your, your brand here, but you know, this is something that is important for people to understand that we need more than just the minimum. And is this uh, any kind of a, uh, a not if not a solution, a tool that can move people forward because they are meeting their nutritional needs more effectively. Absolutely, and and the terminology that I would
1: use is that what it provides outside of the understanding is quiet strength and personal power. Two of my favorite expressions because what you're dealing with when your body is mineralized when your body is vitaminized when you're eating organic foods and and you're living a healthy lifestyle and deep breathing and exercising you put yourself in a place of power so that in physical power and so that when stress comes along you are in a much better position to deal with it you know like and then we'll because I wanted to keep our time down, and you know we, we I think we could talk for an hour, so we'll, we'll, I' we'll uh,
0: yes, I'm bad at bringing up these topics no, these between. are great well <laughs> so, and, and, and we'll get
1: back we'll we'll pick up on some of this next week, but it's like with the adrenal glands and panathenic acid, which to me is also inspiration, but panathenic acid is so essential for the adrenal glands and your adrenal glands help, one, prevent blood pressure from elevating because when the adrenal glands are taxed, blood pressure goes up, immune system goes down, and your ability to regulate sugar is out the window, which also means that you don't have the wherewithal to move forward. You're lethargic, you're uninspired. You may even end up in depression because of low blood sugar. So one particular nutrient, pantothenic acid, can change everything. And some of its other roles is that it becomes betaine hydrochloride, so you can digest what's going on. And again, vitamins, minerals put you in a position of strength, the ability for your body to deal with the onslaught of life, and you do it with personal power.
0: And that's all Does, I have
1: to say for today, Steve.
0: <laughs> can I just sneak in one more question? Does stress increase our need for these nutrients? Do we use them up more rapidly in dealing with stress and the various different manifestations? And therefore, anybody who's under stress is likely to need them because the body is utilizing them because of the circumstances. Does that happen? Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. We know, you know, from, from research, medical research, as well as nutritional, that stress does, count, does compromise, because we have no deficiencies, according to the Fast Death Association, it does compromise your calcium, your magnesium, and your zinc. The other thing that does damage is the high-protein diet, the meat, the fish, the fowl, the nuts, the grains, the dairy, And all the acidic foods, the nightshades, the coffee, the citrus, all of those put an extra what we call acid ash in the bloodstream. And now calcium and magnesium are essential to neutralize that, to try to bring that high level of acidity down. Because if you don't, you end up with gout, which will take you to arthritis because the high uric acid will eat away at the synovial membrane. The fluid will leak out. You're in deep doo-doo right there. Not to mention the fact that down the road, you're going to end up getting osteoporosis because if the bloodstream is so acidic and you're not eating enough fruits and veggies to neutralize it, what's the body going to do? It's going to pull from the warehouse, which are your bones, to try to neutralize the acidity to keep the body in that very specific healthy alkaline range and so yeah minerals are more than essential and yes they do get compromised they and the diet does destroy more than it contributes because the food is so processed and again it goes
0: back to what your diet is Okay. Thank you, Michael. I will wait till our next show to ask you some more questions. (laughs) Okay. I
1: hope you all got something out of today's conversation. And we look forward to sharing next week more information.
0: (laughs) So there it is. I'm done, Steve. Have a great day. Thank you, Michael. I'm I'm done too. Folks, we'll pick it up next week. Join us then. Thank you for listening to Naturopathy Today, sponsored by MNP, Michael's Naturopathic Programs at michaelshealth.com. Join us every Monday for the latest episode in this journey to excellent health on all levels.